welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Well, hello there, my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for popping by on this day of life to spend a bit of time here with me. Today, we are going to dig deeper into examining how you spend your time and resources to truly determine what you are worshiping. This is a great topic to discuss at the beginning of a new year. As we all know, everyone likes New Year's resolutions and guarding your time to be super intentional with what you end up worshiping and ultimately idolizing would make for a fantastic resolution in 2023. I bet it will make a big impact on your life this year. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, What You Worshipin'. My friends, I'm going to tell you a little story about a girl who spent every free waking moment she had on her hobby. This girl was absolutely obsessed with beauty products, cosmetics, makeup, bottles and potions and miracle lotions, and staying on top of what was new in the beauty industry. She spent more time and money on Sephora than she now wants to admit and was the go-to for all of her friends and family whenever they had a beauty-related question. This girl knew all the brands, every product, how to use them, what the slight nuances were that made one cream highlight superior to another, for example, and which shade of red could make all the difference for your skin tone. She would read about the history and founding behind the iconic brands and products. This girl worshipped beauty, idolized products, coveted the perfect red lipstick, and even spent 10 summers of her life being a makeup artist for brides and wedding parties in her hometown. Heck, this cosmetic crazy girl even had about 30 pages of a book written on how to create and edit the perfect capsule makeup bag. My friend... I'm kind of embarrassed to admit it now, but that beauty-obsessed, product-coveting, high-end, brand-seeking sister was me. Looking back, I really did worship everything beauty-related. And in hindsight, I can see clearly now how what I thought was just a harmless hobby that I was really into actually consumed me in all the wrong ways. This seemingly innocent hobby consumed my mental energy. It consumed my financial resources and essentially robbed me of countless hours of my life that I will never be able to get back now. 
I had a lot of fun playing with products and buying new things and seeking to know more. But I realize now, similar to many worldly distractions out there, my fun didn't have very much value to it, not much lasting value. I wasn't growing as a spiritual being during that time. I wasn't becoming more of who God envisioned me to become. Looking back, I realized it was a period of my life where I was severely distracted from my true purpose and distracted from spending time with God. For me, the idols that took the place of God lined the shelves of Sephora and Shoppers Drug Mart. They were the YouTube channels that were focusing on makeup tutorials and product reviews. And I know now that they were my idols because, quite frankly, I spent way more time, and I mean way more time, with my beauty obsession than I did anything relating to serving Jesus or to serving others, or to truly knowing Him and building my relationship with Him. And here's the thing. Cosmetics, the beauty industry, shopping for a new product, those YouTube gurus and influencers, being a makeup artist, none of that is bad in itself. But the amount of time, energy, and resource that is invested into that can become bad if it pulls you away from your purpose. It's like that verse that says, money isn't bad. It's the love of money that can be the root of all evil, right? Like I said, the products themselves are not bad. But the way I was wrapped up in all of it, it was a hobby that became all-consuming. And that is problematic because it really was a huge distraction that the enemy could easily use to pull me away from my true purpose, my bigger passion, which is Jesus. Sharing my love for him with others is what I know is my purpose. And I wish now I could take back all those hours and redirect them into building my relationship with Jesus. And girl, for me, it was those beauty products and that beauty industry. And for you, Well, you're going to have to answer that one because you know deep in your heart what you spend most of your time and your energy focusing on. Psalm chapter 106 verse 38 says, they worshiped their idols, which became a snare to them. Who and what are you really worshiping? The answer to that is who gets most of your time, your resources, and your energy? What or who gets the bulk of your attention? What gets the priceless hours of your day? What are you all caught up in? What is ensnaring you? Here is why these questions are so crucial to ask yourself today. This is why finding the source of what you are idolizing is key. The people and things that we direct our focus on are by default usually what we attach our value and self-worth to. Listen to that again. The people and things that we focus on are the same people and things that we often attach our worth and our value to. This is why it is so important to receive your value and worth from a source that will never change, never run dry, or never vary. This is why it's essential to attach your worth and value to the love of Christ. 
I have this poster in my classroom of a West Highland White Terrier, a Westie. And it's actually a poster I think I bought when I was in grade five at our elementary school book fair. And that's because it's the type of dog that our family had while I was growing up. And this poster says, I am not loved by God because I am valuable. I am valuable because I am loved by God. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 shows perfect evidence of this. It says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. My girl, do you know what that means? You, yes, you are so crazy valuable to Jesus that even though you are far from perfect, he willingly chose to die for you. You did not have to do a single thing to earn Christ's love. It was given to you freely. You don't have to look a certain way, be a certain size, have a certain profession, or be a perfect parent, daughter, or wife to be worthy of his love. He's already given it to you. It's signed, sealed, and delivered just the way you are. Now, how could your life radically change if you began to see yourself as worthy in the way Jesus sees you? How could your life completely change direction if you began to put Jesus first? Oh, my friend, you can't even imagine. On my journey here with you over the last 94 weeks, I've shifted my focus to ensuring that the greatest receiver of my attention now is God. And sharing the love I have for Jesus with others is my purpose while I'm here on earth. I know that now. It's clear to me. And I had a huge aha moment when I connected the fact that in this life that I have, every second that I've been given comes from Him. So why not use the time I've been given to focus on His Word and put Him first? Because I was inadvertently putting all the other things first over Him. And I put two and two together. God gave me life, and therefore my life needs to be given to Him. It was really right there and then that my worth and value finally became firmly attached to Him. It has completely changed everything for me. Girl, are you seeking wholeness, increased worth, and unshakable value? If so, I can help you find it. In our world, we are told we have to become something to be valuable, right? We have to have a certain skill set or talents or connections in order to be seen as worthy. The enemy uses social norms to make us believe that we aren't enough because we constantly compare ourselves to others. And this comparison is very dangerous for our self-worth because by comparing ourselves and what we have to someone else's stuff or their image, that becomes our form of measurement. And when we feel that we don't measure up, well, you know how that goes. You begin to feel like you aren't enough, right? And the devil gets into your head. He'll get you pursuing things that really are only distractions from your true purpose because he puts that into your heart in an effort to keep up with somebody else. But that's not the name of the game. Our enemy will have you comparing and measuring by worldly standards in order to make you feel less loved, valuable, and important. 
he'll have you spending more time on social media than in scripture because social media will leave you feeling lacking and scripture proves you lack nothing. The devil wants you to spend all your time drifting from one hobby and trend to the next because he knows if you spend time with Christ, you will become firmly anchored to your purpose. He wants you jumping from one relationship to another because he knows if you were to give your time to develop a relationship with Jesus, you would discover a love you have never known. And the enemy is all about keeping you occupied with things that will use up that most valuable resource of yours that we keep mentioning, your time, because he's fearful of what will happen if you were to direct your time on who really matters. What he doesn't want you to discover is that you don't have to earn or work for God's love at all. Like we read in Romans 5.8, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's a love, my friend, that we cannot find anywhere else. While here on earth, we have to work hard to become worthy. In Jesus's eyes, though, we already have all the worth we could ever need. I have a feeling today that you are likely living in a trap that the world likes to set for us. It's one where we are told that our worth comes from things, from titles, and from treasures. And it's one that we learn at a very young age. Insecurity is at the root of so many of our mental health issues and our self-harm behaviors and problems with things like promiscuity and personal debt. The fact is we want to be valuable. We want to be worthy. We want to be loved. And the world keeps telling us that we have to do more. We have to have more and we have to be more to get that love. And it's absolutely destroying so many of us. Our self-image, our families, our relationships, our future financial security are all on the line because we are desperate to feel worthy, right? We end up idolizing all the wrong things because we want to find something or someone who will fill the part of our heart that only Christ can fill. For me, I spent years distracted and consumed by a hobby because it occupied my time and gave me something to be good at. For you, it might be a substance that takes you away from your reality and makes you feel like you are in control of your life. Maybe it's that relationship that you invest every second into because you're hoping it brings you the love that you're after. Or it could be the temporary thrill that you feel every time a package arrives at your door. No matter what or who is getting you, please consider that no matter how much time you give to it or them, without having Jesus in your heart, you will always end up feeling like something is missing. Take note this week of what you are worshiping with your time, your energy, and your money. Take inventory. Take heart. Be honest with yourself. Where are you feeling lacking? Where are you finding your worth and value? How's that working for you? Worldly stuff can be fun and entertaining, but when it takes up a disproportionate amount of you, then your self-worth is going to suffer. Put Jesus first this week. Let him see that you are willing to invest your most valuable asset, the time he's given you, into getting to know him better. And you'll begin to discover 
that his love for you has always been there. It's not going anywhere. And that his death for your sins, even while you are still a sinner right now, is what makes you more valuable than you can ever imagine. And that's why putting him first is the absolute best decision you can make. My friends, let's pray over this one today. Dear Jesus, we come to you to be present in your word, in your glory, in your love. This is something so many people struggle with. And we we thank you that you've given us a place that we can talk about this and that we can be open about this to really check in with ourselves and see what is it that is getting the bulk of us. And Lord, thank you for giving us the blessings that we do have, whether it's finances or whether it's stuff or whether it is a career that we're really blessed with. Lord, just let us be mindful of keeping those things in the place that they're meant to have with a purpose in helping us glorify you, but help us to not lose sight in what we truly need to idolize and focus on, which is you. Lord, as we go into this week, help us to consider what we do with our time, what we do with our resources, what we do with our energy, and help us to refine things and fine tune and to really see where maybe the enemy is opening up big doors to distract us instead of allowing us to focus in on what truly matters. Lord, we are so grateful for the provision you provide for us, for the protection we know we will receive going into this week of life, and that you continue to love us in just the way you do, and allow us to know that we don't have to be perfect to get your love. We are so grateful that you allow our hearts to feel your love, and we ask that if anybody is listening that doesn't know that love yet, Lord, that they can begin to discover it today. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friend, I'm going to let you get on to your way today. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. I'll be back here again next Tuesday. Bye for now. 